The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Diamonds in my teeth, I got a lot of shine. Welcome to episode 321 of Fourth and John. I'm Dale Saunders here with Evan Hollywood Hearn, Mr. Primo 12 and 1. Concepcion. Uh, I'm talking about vibes. The vibes are incredibly high. Uh, I found myself at moments of the day and after leaving the stadium, just whispering to myself, damn, we're 12 and one. It was uh, starting off the day. It was a, it was a great day as uh, I woke up at four o'clock in the morning, knowing we had a packed car. Me and me and uh, Prime had, had packed the truck the night before we were so I don't know I don't know why we were more excited about this trip than many trips that we go on, but I, there was a, the little kids in us were excited to reach MetLife Stadium at nine o'clock in the morning or eight o'clock in the morning. It was freezing cold, but the vibes were right. I felt like overall it, it started early in the day and it just continued into the game. We, we, you know, we talk about the you know try, we're trying to do a little storytelling here, but. As we arrived to the game, that we we there was there was like OG giant fans sitting around us. I felt like New Yorkers had this whole different vibe about them and their giants, and they're proud of what they've done in a, over the last couple of weeks. But as soon as their giants started getting their asses kicked in in the first quarter, I'm saying the first quarter, these are OG giant fans who were leaving in the first quarter which followed up by the giant other giant fans leaving in the third quarter. So talk about fan bases, uh, talk amongst yourselves, Giants fans, because you guys are on blast right now. The Eagle fans have stuck around all the way to, way to the very end to, to give out MVP chance to Jalen Hurts. The energy was there all around the field. At the end of the fourth quarter, it was nothing but Eagle fans in that stands. And shout out to Jesse Wines, who got an opportunity to run across the uh, Giants uh, field and yell, go birds. Everyone in that stadium had a moment. If you're an Eagles fan, how are you guys feeling? It's hard to follow that up, Gail. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I'm going to give you my perspective. I'm going to give you my perspective from a man who sat on his couch uh, in his living room at home and, uh, and, and watched this all play out. Dude, uh, it, it felt like the divine football gods were uh, were talking to us yesterday, if I'm being real with you. First of all, I just want to put it out there. It's complete nonsense and silliness, but it was something that I noticed yesterday. 41-yard reception for touchdown from Devontae Smith, 33-yard reception for A.J. Brown. It's almost like the football gods are trying to tell us something. What does 41-33 mean to Eagles fans? You know what it means. It, mean, it means Eagles Super Bowl. Uh, but beyond that, beyond that, it's it's, it's well beyond um, just noticing coincidental numbers. It's overall dominance. Um, I am sitting here, and I am, I am, you know, um, 
28 years old. I, I haven't seen a bunch of Eagles regimes, but I have to tell you, man, I cannot think of a more complete Eagles team uh, that, I, that I've ever seen. I'm even including the 2017 Super Bowl winners, man. Um, just from every single position, I have never seen uh, a team firing on all cylinders, a team that is just so deep on the defensive line. The offensive line is completely dominant. The quarterback play, I don't know if we've ever had a quarterback play like this in, in Philadelphia history. I mean, I spent my day today going down Randall Cunningham's stats. And I was comparing him to the late great, or not late, but the uh, great Randall Cunningham. And I don't think Randall even never did anything like this, man. I, I don't know if there is an Eagles quarterback you can name that is having a year like Jalen Hurts is having right now. Um, so, dude, I don't know why we're not talking about SBs right now, because that's exactly where my head's at. Bro, let me just say, uh, this is definitely one that I was circling on the calendar because it was a divisional game and going back to last year, being in that building, catching the L the way we did because we had uh, a sloppy ass baby crying, couldn't man up type receiver that uh, ended up disappointing us because two easy catches that pretty much were right in his hands, he ended up dropping, giving us the L. Seeing Jalen Hurts uh, crunched over in disappointment, Jordan Mulata kind of like, you know, giving him some sympathy and everything. Anyway, walking out of there last year, hearing those fans disrespecting us, I mean, really, really disrespecting us. And it was it was tough. It was a long ride home. It was a long walk back to the vehicle last year. So circling that game on this schedule for this year, it was all about redemption. It was all about retribution. It was all about retaliation. It was all about getting even. And let me tell you something. My boys did me proud yesterday because <laughs> we did all of that. That ass whooping was what we asked for. And it's what we got. It was a statement game. We said it on the last, we said it on last week's show on Thursday. This game needed to be the statement game. And by God, did they make a statement yesterday? I'm not going to say that the score was 48-22. I'm going to say that score was 48-14 because that last touchdown was bullshit. All right? It was those (laughs) trash-ass yards just to get that touchdown. Y'all got y'all asses handed to them. And Gail pointed out, those fans left early. By the second quarter, they couldn't handle us. Man, listen, as soon as I got into those seats, one, I already told the guy, you're sitting in the wrong seat. And, and the guy was like, I'm a season, I'm a season, season ticket holder. I'm a season so ticket you, holder. How are you telling me I'm in the wrong seat? And I was like, yo, turn around. What seat you supposed to be in? He was like, 22. Well, you're in 20. So I don't care how much of a season ticket holder you're in, you're in the wrong seat. <laughs> I mean, that started. Right. Then I got an old school, I got an old school behind me, you know what I mean? Pretty much giving me shit. And I respected him because it's his, it's his stadium. He's a sissy ticket holder. You know what I mean? Okay, no problem. Then I got one that's in front of me that was really ass tight. He he couldn't stand us Eagles fans for shit, calling us slums and everything. Man, listen, they could not handle my mouth because I wasn't staying shut. I was talking shit the whole time. And even as those fans that left by the second quarter, I, re- I literally went to the other side and was like, where the fuck are y'all going? This game ain't over. This ass woman is not done. Get back here. Come and see this shit. Because this is exactly <laughs> what I got last year. And y'all going to stay here to get this shit this year because this is our year. Oh, man, it was the best, man. But um, 
yeah, bro, it was a great feeling getting out of that place with that W, with that ass whooping, and being able to talk shit the way we did yesterday. I'm thrilled. I'm happy. I'm satisfied. What up, uh, Tank? What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Hey. Um, I was uh, I was up there. I got to see. I I looked at Gil's uh, text when he's like they were leaving the first quarter already. He was correct because I was I was in the parking lot. Um, <laughs> in the I was on, I, you know where we tailgated at. I had they had me a VIP uh, cigar lounge uh, set up, and then um, I was watching on the 40 inch TV. And we when we went up, you know you can hear, you can see the fireworks coming up and stuff. But when they when they would score, but it, it was far and few. But then uh, when we went up like 21 to nothing. I was me and the bus driver looked up and he was like, damn, it's a bunch of Giants fans <laughs> leaving. Uh, yeah, they was leaving early as hell, too. And I was like, I was like, uh, yeah. And then I was just like, um, I was looking at the game and I was thinking to myself, uh, hopefully, uh, this will be the first time that I'll see what they do to if they keep their foot on the gas. Because a lot of times when we, uh, we've seen in the past where we don't keep our foot on the gas, we they give a team the opportunity, they come back and stuff, and something happens. But this wasn't one of those opportunities, and we and we continued to kick that ass. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed myself out there with my with my tequila, and a couple of burgers I had taken from the uh, tailgate, and a and a and a baller ass spread of Snickers and chips ahoy uh, soft baked soft baked cookie. <laughs> <laughs> it was getting provocative out there, then. Uh, but it was um, the one thing that I, I do I do remember, and it was uh, prime. I heard you bring this up well, about when Jordan Mulata came up to. Um, uh, Jalen Hurts at the end of the game and put his hand on the shoulder and stuff, and that showed me how together this team was. And not only that, I knew that Jalen Hurts was going to be circling this game because they were the uh, Giants. Unbeknownst to a lot of people, the Giants was talking shit that week. They were talking. They were talking shit. It's one more team that I would like. I know this on Jalen's list to get back, and it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If those motherfuckers make it to the playoffs, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I like. But I, I still like the fact that I don't know if you guys get, got a chance to see if his press conference afterwards, how he's, how he's still talking about getting better and stuff. And he's saying, he's saying and doing all the right stuff. And, and that's what you, I like, I like to see that from a team because I, so many times that I, where I, either I've been part of a part of, or I've seen a team that has this type of talent and ability that you kind of screw the pooch by not taking everybody seriously. You should never underestimate your opponent. It's like, they should say, why you kick the ass like that? And they should say, they should say that every motherfucking time. You don't give nobody a chance to whoop your ass. It's like, yeah, if, if you can win every time, do it. Yeah. And if somebody beats you, they truly beat you. Don't let it be because you because you got you got complacent. You underestimated your opponent. You didn't do you didn't do shit like you were supposed to. Uh, I couldn't do nothing but commend the fellas. I was happy as a motherfucker because last time when last time when I watched the game, I was pissed the last, from the last, last year. That that totally pissed me off. Just the way we lost, and it and it sucks. And I, I was glad to get that to get that to get that stand off my brain. So just, just to, uh, to I, I mean I, I agree with you, and I, I think that one like frame from that um, from that game that that sticks out to me is after the Eagles go up uh, three touchdowns to none, and you look at the wide receivers on the bench, and they're just having the time of their lives, and you see Jalen Hurts <laughs> locked in, locked, bro. like yeah, not right. not a smile on his face, nothing. He is just waiting to get it back out on the field. This dude is just on a different level, both physically and mentally this year. Yeah, you watched the show last week, didn't you, uh, Ev? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you remember when uh, Gail had put, put up, pulled up a, a T-shirt about yeah. about the, about what hurts, and uh, uh, I felt like uh, it's a couple of uh, guys that are on the show, you and Prime, uh, that should uh, go and get those T-shirts and prominently 
wear them. All right. Well, I'll get that as soon as you get an I'm sorry, Gannon shirt. That's fine. <laughs> right, what am I going to get? I'm sorry. Twelve and one. Twelve and one. We are twelve and one. And we're, <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. I'm not going to get a. I, I'm we, sorry, we might have. We shirt. might have four uh, defensive linemen with ten sacks this year. Is that? Uh, yes. It's not because in, of him. in spite of Jonathan Gannon. It's always in spite of Jonathan Gannon. It is. I know. Well, I know. Never <laughs> give it up. Do, do this for me. Do this for me then. Yeah. You name you name me somebody on the Giants team, the the Giants receiving core that's got more than forty receptions. I'll wait. I mean nobody. That team's fucking trash. Uh, 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 okay. So right. you did you did I'm not I'm not kissing the overrated loser's ass. You did what you was fucking supposed to What about to what about all the other eleven wins? What about that? Are you kidding me? Go look at how many ten play drives we've given up. Go look at that. Look at how many, okay. look how many losses this, we've this, given up. Go, look, at, look how many losses this, we've given this up. This is the it's Eagles. Inspired, it's inspired. Yeah, yeah, where, where's the, rap, where's yeah, the wrap it up? Yeah, wrap it up, yo. Wrap exactly. it up. Where's the dick check? He started it. Don't think what you thought I was just going to let you get the jab in. You no, no, no. no. Who, who's, the one that, who's the one that said, Evan, I'm not sure if you saw the T-shirt from last uh, week, but you should be wearing it. You You went probably should be wearing it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I should be wearing it. Well, anyway. Anyway. Y'all would hurt Anyway. Anyway, anyway, uh, uh, looking at Todd's comment here, uh, this was their complete game. And talk about uh, three sides of the ball, you know, talk about special teams. You can talk about offense and defense. But just the way that the game started out, just watching, uh, going back, watching the game, um, just putting a team on notice in different different parts of the uh, field. You talk about their bookend tackles who are coming into their own. Yes, they're young tackles mm-hmm. but our defense defensive ends uh sweat and hassan reddick put both their offensive tackles on notice so two of their best offensive linemen shook right off the gate with two sacks given up you took about the offensive drive where 14 plays just run it down their throats i mean down the field seven um uh different weapons of jalen hurts yep. touched the ball i mean that kind of those kind of statements early in the game, they set the tone early. I mean, let's talk about our game ball. Who, I mean, who do you really want to give out the game ball to? I mean, there's a lot of a, uh, it's a lot of talent you. out there. I told, I told you who the game ball went to uh, last show, Booby. <laughs> I told you, I told you, that, I told you that last show. I, I told you he was going to come out, and this is going to be one of them statement games. And you see how he hit, the, how he hit the hole and was down the field, and then when he was able to get one, he, he just took it. It, put it this way: If they had they had that fear in their in their head, but it's like you could always give it to you could always give it to Jalen Hurts. But this this was one of his breakout games. He just took he just took this one over. Miles, I'm, as he did he did everything that 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 I was hoping he did when we first drafted him. He's coming to, he's coming into his own. He's actually grown up. So, my all right, my turn, Evan. Yeah, Evan, put some respect on that name, boy. Ooh. I told you. Now I'm going to get you a shirt. I love Booby. I love Booby. Ev, you're nah, going to be wearing a lot of shirts, apparently. <laughs> I'm going to be layered up, bro. No, 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 no. All jokes aside, I mean, seeing it live yesterday, bro, watching him as soon as the play would go off, him waiting for his blocks. The minute those blocks started happening, he saw the window, he saw it open up, and he was gone. He put the jet on on that one play that he ended up getting so like what was like 40, 41 yards or something like that. The touchdown run. I mean, bro, it was like holy shit. Where the fuck is this booby been at? Like it's crazy. But 
it was exciting to see, man. And he, yo, he was he was just as much locked in, having a little bit more fun than what you saw Jalen. But he was locked in. He was he was explosive yesterday. They couldn't stop him, and he he did everything correctly and right, man. And look look at the outcome of it. Ended up getting 144 yards, bro. Again, that and what's that? I think that's back to back games. Is that back to back games? Am I am I right? No, not back to back games. Huh? He had he had back to back two two touchdown games. Oh, I'm but, sorry. Uh, Last week yeah. he had 24. It was two games ago he had the 144. Yeah. My bad. My bad. Hey, right. But he he, had, he has a clip of thousand yards. So I, I want to say for the first time in his career. I think. Mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. I mean, it, it, we're just hitting we're hitting all sorts of milestones. Just that past game, we have. I'm pretty sure Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders both have 10 rushing touchdowns. AJ Brown has yep. 10 receiving touchdowns. AJ has a thousand receiving yards. Miles has a thousand rushing yards. Um, these are all things that we have been longing for since 2014. And the fact that they're finally happening, I don't give a shit. I got to wear a shirt. I'll wear, I'll wear the freaking shirt, bro. Right, I'm, just, I, 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 I'm happy. That Come it's on, happening. Skip Bayless. Come on, Skip Bayless. <laughs> I don't, I don't think, I don't think your hearing comprehension's working. Tank. I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with y'all. I know you, I know you would wear the shirt probably, uh, but, but, if, I would. but, if, but if, but if I have to wear a Jonathan Gannon shirt, it should say featuring Vic Fangio. Okay. In your face, <laughs> you <can't. laughs> we should make that shirt. So, uh, Ev gave a uh, MVP to did you give an MVP to Sanders? I, d- I didn't give an MVP, but I would. Who do you, you think it was, Ev? Um, I would give it to Miles Sanders, but if I uh, if you guys are all giving it to Miles Sanders just for the sake of uh, of breaking a trend, I'll, I would go with Jalen Hurts, but I think they're both deserving, they both played phenomenally yesterday. Mm. Mm. I, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give it to uh. Miles Sanders, just because, uh, I mean, since 2014, man, it's, a, I, you know, sometimes I hate hearing stats. Uh, the 2014 LaShawn McCoy one is one. The other one is the Jeremy Macklin 2014, like, thousand. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm finally glad that we can put those to rest and say, it's, you know, it, it's boobies, it's boobies, Miles Sanders, and, and, it, and it's uh, AJ got, Brown. I got another one for you. Isn't Hassan Reddick the first 10 sack guy since Michael Bennett? Sounds about right. 2018-ish, Michael Bennett. Man, um, I mean, we're talking about sacks. We might as well just move right into the defensive MVP. And I think it's, well, it's also, also, also to on the Hassan Reddick. He's the first player and uh, one of the first players in history with ten sacks in three seasons with three different squads. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but there's another guy. Uh, if I'm going to start off here, BG talking about yes, uh, that that old man strength that that I that I warned you guys about. What I, was, what I was hearing when we went to that uh, Trent Cole camp mm-hmm. um, and BG saying he felt the best he's ever felt in a long yeah. time. And he's out there against, uh, you know, I, f- I feel bad for any any younger offensive lineman that goes against Brandon Graham. I'm like, there's a there's there's the, the amount of knowledge this guy has and the amount of tools and trickery. He, he puts these guys on notice. I mean, talk about three sacks. The beat writers had asked him, like, uh, you know, you know, they talk about that three sack game. I think it was the Jets Luke Luke Fat game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came up with three sacks. He's like, I need to get back there and get that again. So here he comes back <laughs> against the Giants and gets a three sack game. I mean, and at his age, that's a that's an older dude doing those kind of things. So I mean, hat tip. Absolutely. On top of that, he had the forced fumble just as well. So yeah, he was definitely I mean, having a game yesterday. Yeah, and then, you know the one the one thing that I um. I've seen with uh with them bringing a little bit of um young and old in here. I think he's having a quality influence on uh Milton Williams too. Uh, you saw Milton Williams a bunch of times. Uh, he actually had a sack 
And I, I want to say attack. I think he had two sacks or a sack and a tackle for loss. But he was making his presence felt early and often. It wasn't just at garbage time. And I, I know I know that BG had took him under his wing. And I know he was proud of that too. But just to, just to see the way he that that we're, that our defensive line is being deployed. And and this is how, this is how you build build a championship team is through the through both lines. Uh, if you if you guys got a chance to look at look at before the game, the uh, interviews for the defensive coordinator and Brian Dable, they were pretty much scared the entire fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and it was before the game. And they, and stuff, and when they when they were talking to Martelli, uh, 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 he was like, uh, they start naming off the receivers, and then he's like, he's like, don't forget about the running back. And it's, so it's like when you when you when you hear coaches giving you those kind of uh, those kind of concessions before the game. And they already know, and it's like it's nothing they can do. But then you go out and you actually do it because a lot of times, how many times have we been in um, in April, in April and May during free agency, and a team and somebody builds a team on paper that's a that looks like a juggernaut, and they go out there and basically just screw the pooch. Yep. This is the one time that we that we won not only at the beginning of the season and, and free agency, and we start winning in October. Now, and now it's one more step to this, and that's winning in January and February. It's like we almost we've almost come full circle for the first time in quite some time. So, is it? But it's great to see BG coming, especially coming off that injury as uh, as bad as it was, and to see that he still has the power. But I, I think the way that the way that they built that they've built both lines has given him the opportunity to do that because if he's if he's taking seventy plays, he's not playing like that. So as I commend them the way that they that they're flowing, things are flowing. Big fans, yo. <laughs> so we do we have a do we have a Brandon Graham all around defensive MVP this week? Yes, sir. Yeah, man, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, you can. Um, but, Walter Payton. Walter Payton. Walter Payton. Uh, he's supposed candidate. to be on Walter Payton. Yeah. Uh, candidate. Yep. Candidate. So. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. it's like you. You he, he, all around. He found out that this week. And plus, and plus, you go out there. You you kick ass and take names. <laughs> man. He's having himself a time. But I also yeah. want to talk about, um, uh, you know, a di- different from the offensive and defensive MVP. Um, can we just address that the special teams these past few weeks? They, they was just, you know what? You know, completely what? different. Like, like it's know, night and day. The, what do you the, think the it special- is? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I, I was uh, I was going to say it's the one guy that they brought up for practice squad again uh, two games ago, number 53, Elvis. Ellis. Yes, no go, else. Go yes. Back. Hey, yeah. No, I know and exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, okay. I thought I was gonna say we're on the same page because since they brought him up from the practice squad, he's had about seven tackles on special teams, and not just he's seven flying tackles. Flying down the field. You know those those woo licks. Everybody's like, What's a woo lick? That's when somebody hits somebody and everybody in the crowd like, ooh. So <laughs> <laughs> he had no, one I- this week too. I, th- I think the special teams has been just on fire the past few weeks. So we've been t- uh, pinning teams deep, uh, and Noah else has been getting down there so the guys can't return. And then I think Britton Covey has turned uh, turned it on, man. The past few weeks yeah. he's been putting us in a in a good position with good starting field position. Um, yo, I got got to give a shout out to my man Aaron Sipos, dude. Sipos. He gave a hell of an effort to get uh, that yeah. first oh, down. Yes, he almost, did. Almost, yeah. he, almost he was, got look, it. That, dude, almost that might have been. Had he got that first down, that could have been the play of the day. I mean, yeah, that was, that was an am athletic I, ass play for a punter. Am I the only one that's seen Brandon Covey's wife's uh, TikTok? Oh, I seen it. Oh, uh, disrespectful. <laughs> uh, that was disrespectful. <laughs> I didn't see it. That guy. Yeah, when you see it, you just go crazy. I was like, seriously? This guy. Like, no, this is outright disrespectful. Yeah. Now, I, think, I think the guys from the locker room got to take him out and show, <laughs> show, show him his outfit. Yeah, but uh, going back to your comment about uh, special teams, um, right. you know, 
Pasco had a comment. He, uh, he had a quote. He says, you hear rumors and stuff about how, how special teams is the worst. Uh, mm-hmm. He said, we, we actually had a couple of uh, players only meetings, um, which were called by Sean Bradley. And he mm-hmm. said that uh, we, we're going to lock in and make some plays because it ain't coach out there. It's mm-hmm. us out there. We got to go out there and make some plays. And ever since the past two games, we've been making some sparks. So just talk about those sparks. You talk about Ellis. You talk about um, Covey. You talk about um, uh, Boston about Scott, Boston who's Scott, had Boston Scott killer. with the, some electric yep. <laughs> uh, returns um, and, and really being decisive out there when he's hitting those holes. Mm-hmm. So can we, can we just, just great field balls. position. Can so. we just talk about two? I think Boston Scott might hate the Giants more than any of us, bro. <laughs> Boston Scott straps up for the Giants like he is going to war. I, 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 I agree with you, bro. Boston Scott has 16 career touchdowns. He has nine versus the Giants. He hates Damn. the Giants. Nine. Bro. He hates them. That's crazy. <laughs> That's like when and he didn't I got, even have I got, one yesterday. That's not even counting yesterday. He had one last year. He had one yesterday. That's like uh, Trent, oh, yeah, everybody, the end of the game. That's right. everybody we uh, talk about, like, I have 20 career sacks. Four of them on Trent Green when he was with the Redskins. <laughs> 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 he was so easy to catch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speak, like, speaking of special teams as well, um, okay. you know, Sipos, you know, injured his ankle. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, brought in uh, Brett Kern. Actually, the Eagles signed Brett Kern. Yeah, they signed um, Brett. He's a three-time – all pro. Good. My bad. Sorry. Yeah. So, um, and then also another guy, you know, another guy that we've been pumping up, everyone's been pumping up is Reed Blankenship. Um, he, he's dealing with a, a low grade knee sprain. It's a short term injury, according to Mike Garofolo's source. Yeah. So, um, the fact that, uh, Anthony Harris is in for a visit as well, former, uh, you know, Eagles veteran safety. I, I thought I love mm-hmm. the, I love the pickup. We bring him in. I yeah, I think it's a, 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 it goes twofold. Uh, he knows the system and stuff, so it wouldn't be a lot of verbiage going over. So you probably, you probably will only have to have him on practice squad for like a week or so, so you get it back up to speed. And and it, and it, it's a, it's a quality, it's a quality pickup because you don't have. It's like sometimes when you go get get a guy, but he's not your guy. And if he, as long as he's in shape, everybody thinks that you can just insert him. But he has to learn all the verbiage. And he has to build some continuity with the rest of the guys on the squad. I agree. I, I think that him already knowing the system is definitely a big help. I just like I, I don't want to be sitting here like I'm over the moon about the whole situation. Obviously, we we needed to hold the fill. We needed to go get somebody. Right. Um, but the way that I look at it, like <laughs> well, Anthony be... Harris, like all these people that think that like Anthony Harris is going to be some sort of saving grace. There's a reason that he was let go from the team in the first place. Well, yeah, he, 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 he's <laughs> past his prime, man. Like, but he has to. He actually asked to be let go. He asked to be released. Yeah. Okay. Well, I would have asked had he not. He wasn't playing well. <laughs> well, they let him go. They let him go truly because the, the other guys, you paying the other guys less. Uh, it's a young guy. He's not going to get any experience while Anthony Harris is here. And he got an opportunity to go somewhere. He got an opportunity to go somewhere else, which was cool. But, you know, when. You don't you don't burn any bridges, basically. You don't you don't be the Evan Hearns and say, Hey, you suck anyway. Can, can you come back and play for us now? Can you, can you, you think you got any? That's why you don't burn bridges. You like you you respectfully part ways. Let and, me you know, that one maybe down the line. And hey, don't and, and don't ask about the medicals. You'll yeah. never get cut off. You know? yeah, you, well, you, you're gonna you are going to ask you're gonna ask the medicals. Ask, ask uh, Dallas Cowboys and uh and OBJ. Now they signed T. Y. Hilton, son of a bitch. 
That's fine too. That's just washed. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, yeah, you you're right on that one. He wasn't even he wasn't even playing. I, I don't I don't know why sometimes when we when I look at the different social media platform social media uh, or the social media places, the sports media places, they they're also also enamored by a motherfucker who hasn't played all season. I don't why yeah. I don't I don't know why I don't know why. Yeah. He's not gonna do anything for you. Not They'll come in there well. and be like, Oh, he wasn't ready. Durr. I mean, I mean, if we're, not on the field. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to talk medicals, I mean, that's someone's medicals. We should talk about OBJ because check yeah. the medicals out. Um, but uh, talking about uh, just calling out um, some moments, um, if any, you guys have moments that you want to call out during the game. I just yeah, I think yeah. just at, at the end of the game, uh, when Hertz was walking off the field and like all the Eagle fans that were left in the fourth quarter that just stayed because they were thoroughly enjoying the ass whooping. Shout out to Prime. Uh, we, so we were sitting there. I was like, yo, we got to get over to that section right there and just mingle in that area because the energy was so live. And then he's walking off, and then, you know, he, he's got the cape on. He's almost like super superhero-esque. And then the, the chants got louder and louder and louder. And then um, it's funny because I was like uh, – I was just, you know, looking uh, – I don't know, I, I don't know where, how I came across. It was a fan-sided uh, website who – was the Giants, a fan-sided website who – they took one of our – uh, they took my tweet of when Jalen was work walking off the you know the field and the MVP chant started. Giants fans in this article they're so pissed off that they're like, "You Giant fans who sold your your tickets to the <laughs> Philly fans to hear them chant about Jalen Hurts MVP chants, you guys should be ashamed of yourself." But it was a nice moment because I felt like he he usually lets it out at the end of the game, a big yell and scream, and then the MVP. MVP chance over top. I thought it was a nice, nice moment. Yeah, that was that was pretty sweet. Uh, actually, seeing that because this was the um, this is the one place that I, I felt like it's as as a fan base that we hadn't took over yet, and we I think we I think we accomplished that this week. And we I think that, did, I, I think man. I think not only not only that with uh with I think the team helped us accomplish that because when that when that when that when we went up twenty one to nothing, if you could if you could have been sitting like I was I was sitting on that. The TV sitting there, so all of a sudden, me and the bus driver, we had to, like a nice TV sitting there, and we but we could see the stadium to our left. So all of a sudden, you just look, up, just look up, and you just see a bunch of just people wearing blue and white and red coming, <laughs> running to their car. He's like, "Is it something that we missed?" And it's like then they just kept on pouring out. It was each with each score, more and more people was pouring out. You talk about how it was a dude, it was a fucking riot out there, and to hear and to hear like we had the TV on. When they was so when they was leaving off the field, and th- this was just to kill you too, and that, so we heard the MVP chance. So I was looking at my phone, and a friend of mine, she's probably watching. She said, Happy birthday, Donnie! She was so she was watching the game from St. Louis. They said we're going to switch to a game that's more competitive. So, <laughs> <laughs> dude, when she te- when she texted me, I was fucking dying. She's that's like, awesome. she's like, I don't, she's like, they, they just said we're gonna we're gonna go to a contest that's more competitive. <laughs> it, it, it was, was a, like, wow. it was a shit show for those fans yesterday, man. Yeah. And I and loved I'm, it. it was, and I'm was, glad I'm glad that we could finally put one thing to rest because it's something that I've been feeling all year long, and it's that this, this Giants team is fucking flimsy, man. Like they had that seven and one start, <laughs> exactly. they were riding so high. And I'm like, dude, this team. 
team is not good. It's They're not proof. a good team. And yeah, they, 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 they everyone was yesterday. pointing at the Eagles. Oh, you guys have had such an easy schedule. Blah, 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 blah. Freaking blah. Dude, this Giants team fucking sucks. I, right? kept, <laughs> listen, I, kept, I kept receipts from a lot of social media pages where people were talking about how Jalen Hurst sucks, wasn't going to do shit for us. We all agree on the Cowboys suck. We all agree on that the tech commanders suck. And then it was you guys, you Giants fans, swearing y'all were going to go ahead and be on top. You know what I mean? You started off good, and I was just sitting back letting y'all have y'all time. But when reality kicked in, and it keeps kicking in because, I mean, you guys went from 7-1 to one mm. to now being what? Was that 1-5-1 or something? 7-5-1. Yeah. It was like 1-4-1 oh, no, since no, they uh, oh, went 6-1. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. It's 0-5-1 oh, since, okay. since they're 7 The, the so, funniest thing, though, is uh, is like what, what Prime was saying. Was all, I know, with, with all that crap, I literally was doing an interview before the game, and uh, – I was getting argued up and down that uh, Daniel Jones is a good quarterback. I was, I say, dude, if you, I was like, I, I, I was like, so I, so I had to break it down to him in layman's terms. I was like, if the first words out of your mouth when you're describing the quarterback is about weapons that he needs, that quarterback truly sucks. He's a, he's a manager. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, it's like, it's, I, I've seen quarterbacks who are truly good quarterbacks work with less. I've seen receivers. How do Put it this way. How did the fight Larry Fitzgerald became one of the greatest receivers ever? He's never had a really good quarterback. He had Kurt Warner once. That's it. Have you seen the shit that he was working with? Yeah. I was like, so if Jake you can Skelton. play. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. If yeah. you can play, <laughs> if you can play, then if you can play, then you will, you will get some games winning. And he make when you make his session for guys, he got drafted at the sixth overall pick uh in, in the draft that he was uh-huh. drafted. If uh-huh. you saw some of the true Giants fans, they were pissed. Yep. And, and I was laughing the whole time when they made the pick because the moment they made the pick, a lot of people, a lot of people are too young. Every year too young to know who Dave Brown was. Dave Brown was a first round pick in the supplemental draft by the Giants and Dan Reeves out of the University of Duke. And he sucked ass as well. We're going and if, if he didn't suck, if he did if he was so damn if, if Daniel Jones is so good, why haven't they picked up his uh, fifth year option? Yeah, they're not going to pick it up, and they already announced that shit. He's booty, man. And I having a conversation with some of these fans yesterday. They even like they were they were quick to go ahead and admit, you know, true fans. They can admit, like, look, man, like I agree with them. They have a good team. The coach has a good uh, instinct on what he wants to go ahead and bring to this organization, and I respect mm-hmm. that. I respect what he's doing. But Daniel Jones is not going to lead you to the promised land. And they know that. At least these guys did yesterday. Then you got those certain ones that swear this man was going to go ahead and get in another Super Bowl, this and that. And look, none of those guys are nowhere to be found now. Daniel Jones sucked, man. Can I I just say? He had that one big play that they got all happy about. And then I even laughed when they scored a touchdown and the fireworks came out. (laughs) I was like, for real? I even asked them, oh, so now you guys got a reason to stay? And they were like, yeah, you know what I mean? 30 years I've been here, and now, look, they always find a way to go ahead and keep me here. As soon as that happens, what happens? Boston Scott runs it right back, all right? And I was like, all right, I guess you guys are out again. (laughs) So it was just like that type of day for those guys yesterday. Can you believe that? I I found out yesterday that apparently some some Giants fans referred to him as Vanilla Vic. I was like, that's pretty bad, bad bro. Um, <clears throat> shout out to Donnie in the in the chat. Um, yeah, OG well, OG fourth and John fan, but he says I want to call out and give some flowers to Calcaterra doing a nice job filling in. Yes, for Dallas. I talk about Calcaterra, and you talk about Stowell. You whether it be 
Calcaterra's block that Jack. sealed uh, the, the run for Miles Sanders. Or you talk about um Stoll out here blocking and making solid catches. You know, it's not it's not super sexy, but it's like two catches apiece, yeah. uh barely solid over the middle. And we're, we're holding down the fort for Dallas. So I mean yeah. you, you gotta give shout out to the young tight ends Absolutely. doing their thing. I mean, if you just think about how dominant this offense was with with Dallas Goddard in there, I, I was honestly a little bit, um, I, I don't want to say nervous because I know how good this offense is, but like I felt like we were going to feel Dallas's absence. And uh, I think that these guys have filled in phenomenally. Um, I, it's just, you know, it, it's it's been not much of a transition. Well, yeah, I can't wait to get Dallas back still. But. Uh, yeah. Me, me and Prime, last week we saw on the show, me and Prime, we hit up on the, uh, not getting that much product, production from uh, from the tight ends, and we we kind of needed that for our offense to become get big, get back to being the juggernaut that it was. And they, and I'm glad those guys stepped up because they were doing a great job blocking. But we it, it sometimes if they were missing passes, there you know that Dallas would have had, and you, and you don't want to say, damn, Dallas would have had that because you don't want to you you don't want to you don't want to shake the, shake the young guy's confidence. Right. But I, I was I was happy to see them have some success yesterday. Now they can start. Not only believing in the system, but believing in their in their self more, and be able to make some more quality plays for us down the line. Mm-hmm. It was an embarrassment. So, do do this is this she our, be a Giants fan? Yeah, this is our resident mm-hmm. Giants fan. She, yeah, shout yeah, out to yeah, she was at our tailgate. Uh, she was enjoying herself. She's one of our favorite Giants, Giants fans <laughs> overall. Okay. Um, and you know, someone got a cake made for him at at the tailgate. I'm just saying. <laughs> Rolling more time. Yeah, 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 yeah. She made you a cake. She made me. She made me a cake. She made me a prime cake yesterday. That's Shout great. out. Yeah, that was that was love right there. She's always showing me love when I see. Can, it. can we can we talk about the elephant of the room while we're on the topic of the uh, the tailgate? Sure. Yeah. I heard you guys had cheese steaks yesterday. Oh wow! Hey, you know what? They did that you, know what? Evan? you know what? Since, wow. we're going to talk, since we're gonna go ahead and talk you, about, you talk about the elephant in the room, other people's meats on my grill. It was the best cheesesteak I ever had. Ever had. Okay. I think I got to find a new podcast. Wow. (laughs) Wow, man. Shout out out to Alex, man. Alex held it down for you yesterday. Yeah, the choice was cheesesteak. Are you going to keep talking about it? No, 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 no. It was good. It was good. Wow, it's really? Good, See, nah. thanks for the backhanded confidence, but friends like this who need them. I called him up yesterday and gave it to him, man. Like, yo, bro. No, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm glad Alex was able. I'm glad Alex was able to throw down yesterday. Absolutely. Alex always Absolutely. cooks up good food, man. Uh, that's, that's why I was, I was just sitting there a little bit nervous on the couch. I'm like, damn, I hope I don't lose my fucking job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Right, uh, shout, shout, out, shout out, shout out to Alex and, and his dad for showing up, and uh, they're, they they show up early. They're 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 always ready to go. I will say um, they're way better at that than I am. I fucking suck yeah. showing up early. <laughs> but, like, but anytime you do a road, anytime you do a road tailgate, there's there's things that can go wrong. You, you don't know where areas are. You don't know if the security is like going to shut you down the parking lot. But it's always like a, a nerve wracking experience, but always fun because you never know. You know, you just put out the thing and then people just show up. So we had like a lot of random folks that we had never seen before, just <laughs> uh, just showing up with some. Some folks from Canada, a lot of Canadians coming down to, to watch the ass whooping. Yeah. Um, but just overall, we had a good time, man. Shout out to uh, the gingerbread fellas. Uh, <laughs> we, the gingerbread fellas? Uh, you see, yeah, yeah. Zach That's showed up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they showed up in, uh, in, in uh, gingerbread outfits. Um, and then they were sitting right next to Chris as 
you know, Chris Nady with his sign. He's always has the sign yes. out there at 12 I, and 1. I saw um, it in the Eagles recap video. What did, what did it say again? What did it say? It's, uh, uh, Giants thought they – something about Giants thought they would win. They had a shot or something yeah, like Giants that. Yeah, Giants thought they had a shot. But they we knew not. they did not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. very nice touch. Very nice, nice touch. touch. That's pretty cool. I, I did. I did turn some Giants. Fans. It was a couple of Giants fans talking about. Hey, can I take a picture? Hey, no, I don't fraternize with the enemy before the game. <laughs> Just have a drink together. No, behind enemy lines. <laughs> yeah, we behind enemy lines. I don't. I don't fraternize with the enemy. I don't know if you. I don't know if you Charlie. But but talking about the game plan for yesterday's tailgate, I, I gotta hand. say, uh, Gail, we ended up. We ended up, oh, you know, ended up putting a good game plan together. It all came together. So I think that was kind of like the, the start of the day, man, like just being able to go ahead and make everything happen the way it did yesterday and then going right into the game. And you see the birds put their game plan together and, and the outcome was the was the ass whooping. I mean, you just segued exactly to where I wanted to go to next, too, and that is the game plan, man. Um, like, I, aside from yesterday, like, let's just – Let's just acknowledge like a full year thing here where I feel like um, remember how we used to talk with Doug and we would talk about the, the 15 designed plays at the beginning of the game. Yes, sir. Dude, the game plans from Nick Sirianni have been just flawless from beginning to end. Screw the 15 not, plays no, at the beginning. Not, the adjustments have been perfect. They're the other guys. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. They're the, they're the two offensive coordinators now. Did you, you, know, you know Nick Seriani just put the put the, that's why some that's why I don't know you, well you were here last week when I said I said I like the fact that when we when we had to call a timeout early to, in the last game Nick Seriani's like what the fuck is that because he, he's not because the the, the play caller the offensive coordinator coordinator is a play caller he felt he felt the pressure last year of being a play caller and trying to be the head coach at the same time 
That's why you. That's why you got one guy as a head coach, so he can pay attention to the game. But you have you have to pay attention to everything. So yep. that's I think that's why everything is running smoothly because he's got somebody he truly trusts. And we have somebody to truly trust. And so it's on them to make the right call. Because yep. we, if you if you do better, if you if it's all about you, and something happens defensively, and we need it, we need we need a challenge, but you didn't see it, so you're not sure because you know what they're doing something offensively. It's like who's the head coach then? So yep. I, I feel like he's found a proper balance and somebody he can truly trust. So, what, what about what about the fourth and seven though? Yeah, that was, that was, that was the that was the perfect call. And then first yeah, of all, it wasn't. It was actually not Steichen's call on that. That was uh, that was Jalen Hurts's call. He uh, he audibled out of that into that play. And it was funny during that game uh, when Smitty ran out on that play. I go to Prime. I'm like, look, you're gonna come back. They're gonna come back to this play, and they're gonna run. Up, they're gonna run out and up, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, I was like, please be the out and up. They did the out and up. I was like, and the the throw was on. It was on money. I mean, there's a lot of money throws. Like mm-hmm. you can go back a, a lot of plays on third down, that but was on the, the third yeah. and sixteen, the Quez, and he had a guy uh, right. I, I'm, I'm gonna word it correctly. He was coming down the middle. And the defender was in his pause, face. Pause, pause. And then, and then, pause. those are we're talking about. Those are big boy throws. Like when, in the the throw was on the money. So like going back to a lot of his throws, they were all very accurate. Um, There's one where Smitty didn't drag his feet on that one. Then the yeah. one that Miles Sanders had. So he could have had 300. He could he could have 300 yards plus for the day. But overall, yeah. Um, him checking into that play, he's just like you know he he looked at Smitty. He's like, we we doing it. So, but and the funny thing too is like, uh, you look at it and somebody's like, "Oh, it's about me. It's about me or what?" He, the, the safety took the worst angle possible. <laughs> their best, their best player out there in the secondary, Julian. Was <laughs> Julian Love. Yeah. Julian. Yeah. Mm. How about Supposedly. their? How about their number one wideout, Darius Slayton? Didn't have a catch until with until twenty five seconds into the left in the third quarter. So completely. I mean, I mean, on irrelevant. top of that, how about uh, in consecutive weeks we held Derrick Henry and Saquon Barkley to under thirty yards, or thirty nice. yards or fewer? Yeah. I mean, we we just have Vic Fangio to thank for that, though. So let's just clear that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Is anybody trying to mute my mic because you didn't want me to say Vic Fangio? No, you're you're, you're, you're damn crunching of the ice my for chill, the my chill my ice. for, for hey, the podcast man. listeners out there. Um, hey, they 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 know I'm a human being. Let's keep let's keep this one hundred. <laughs> Is that what the kids saying nowadays, uh, Evan? Keep it one hundred. I, I believe that's keep, what keep the, the children's are saying. Yes. Keep, keep, yeah, keep the back back in my heyday, we just wanted to keep it authentic. Stop. If you're white, if, if you if you're white, you say let's keep it real. Stop the that's, what was, that's what I was gonna say. Keep it real. That's what that's what I'm familiar with. Stop. Yeah, that's what the, the, the white the white folks say that because they want to be hip. Stop. Say it again for we are hip. Stop. <laughs> Stop the cap, Tank. Um, shout out to Tim. He says, uh, Tim, he's pointing out the fourth and one pitch out call was a beautiful play. I thought yeah, that gorgeous, was nice. gorgeous. They, uh, yeah, that was gorgeous. They put the tight end in motion as the lead blocker and. I always get happy when when you see the tight ends or whoever makes a block and they're very excited for their teammate. This is because it's like a team thing. Like in when you look at you know some situations, some of your teammates aren't happy for some of your success. That's for bad teams. But like when overall good teams, whether it be linemen or you know, I, I saw Calcaterra coming off of the sideline on that block for Miles Sanders, 
and they were going ape shit and like surrounding him with high five, like because everybody is locked in on on these things. And on on shit. that uh, on that fourth down that you just talked about, I, I love the variation of the uh, quarterback run. But I got to tell you, and and Hollis, I want to ask you as a guy that played defense in this league. I kind of saw something coming there. That wasn't like the way that we've been setting up these formations for the quarterback run where you get the someone right. behind the quarterback to push right. it forward. He wasn't there. There was no one to push the quarterback uh, from behind. And so I kind of was sitting there like, this doesn't look right. Um, <laughs> right. Did, did you pick up on anything like that or did you just uh, you know what? When pick I, more when of the same? No, when, when I saw that, the running back normally comes up and runs and hits him from behind. <laughs> but, uh, hold on, I'm dying here. I need some water. Hold on. Pause. <laughs> ah, there we go. There we go. Now the running back normally comes up and hit him from behind. When you saw the motion, you had to know there was some trickery going on. And then yeah. how deep the running back was a little deeper than he normally is. So when that motion came, you had to know there was some tomfoolery going on. But but the way the offense line lined up, you couldn't take no chance. So unless you're just gonna run somebody off the edge, mm. I'm gonna be honest with you, Ev. I didn't pay no attention to it. Didn't even realize Miles wasn't behind him. Mm-hmm. All I just had in the back of my mind was we're gonna get this first down regardless. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, if you listen to Jason Kelsey and uh, Jalen Hurts from their podcast, uh, the whole 92 percent, um, 92. It's been pretty real. I mean, the Eagles are even though Jason said he made it up. Well, well, they. they they're leading the league in, uh, you know, con- converting these fourth downs, uh, but they're mm-hmm. they're at about eighty eight percent. So yeah, you, you got to feel pretty cocky about uh, your short yarded situation when you when you your the numbers speak but, words. Well, I'm glad to But I was say to answer what to more to better answer what Evan was saying. If I'm a player in there and I've seen this play a thousand times, I'm not giving a fuck about the motion. If I'm mm-hmm. one of the guys on the interior. I'm just looking. I'm just not looking. I don't. I don't want to be in a highlight reel where they're plowing and knocking me over and knocking me back. So, so you're just now the guys about on, clogging the hole. Yeah, yeah, got clogging the hole. Pause. So, but the guys on the edge should have been paying. Like I, I feel like I played with the the guys I played with. Those linebackers and secondary, they would have been all over that shit. Like Dawkins, Dawkins, and Troy Vincent and Bobby Taylor, they would have been all over that shit. As soon as they, mm. and it, and it's a thing that uh, it's also with the court with, with whoever your coordinator is. Uh, to prepare you for all that type of things, because it's like a bunch of stuff that I, I've seen like lately, uh, lately, and everybody's like, "Man, they did that. That was great." I was like, "Well, when I was on teams, we always practiced that shit, practice against that type of stuff, because because yeah, we always had a period where Jim Jim Johnson would throw a bunch of a bunch of trick plays that he's seen them run, and possibly you know possibly what's called so so that we so it's not like you just haven't seen it. So right. it's a uh, when they when they did that, somebody a good defense coordinator would have been thinking they might do something to offer this just because it's been stopped a couple of times after, after we after we was like hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. A few people have stopped it by loading up the middle and stuff, and so a quality defense coordinator would have been thinking, thinking, thinking. It's like they're gonna soon they're gonna run some shit off of this, and that's how you think. You build off of what off of your base. You build a bully, and then when everybody thinks that you're gonna do that all the time, you hit them with different variations. And I'm waiting to see the pass off of that next. <laughs> well, I, th- I, th- I think that, like, this is the perfect thing because we have just been running uh, th- this QB sneak down people's throats, pause. Um, but, you know, <laughs> now we have different options. We have different tape now that teams have to, uh, they have to adjust for, they have to prepare for. So now, like, we- we've just refreshed that entire 
um, QB sneak play to where yeah. teams don't know what to expect. And it's yeah. a, it's it's kind of it's kind of funny thing too, and uh, you know, because he uh, if you know anything about practice time, you don't get a chance to work on everything, and sometimes you have to make concessions to work on on stuff like that. Because a lot of teams they just try to work on the meat and potatoes of, of things all the time. They don't get the other thing, but the other things are what's going to beat you. The other mm-hmm. things like they get a trick play, it can go for six. It's like so you you want to work you kind of want to work on everything and give them a good a give a uh, give your players a good sample size so it's not like they've never seen it before. And, but don't you think there's also something to the fact that like the Giants can prepare for QB sneaks all they want, but ultimately in practice trying to stop a QB sneak versus Daniel Jones versus trying to stop Jalen Hurts that's also two different beasts entirely. You know. <laughs> well, yeah, and, he, and you, but you have to allow your uh, your guys up front to be able to to uh, sub, uh, submarine and knock the uh, offensive linemen off their feet. And then if, if the quarterback's league does come, you got to uh, rely on linebackers to come over the top and beat the quarterback. So if you can beat the quarterback, if you get the other guys off their feet and beat the quarterback without a surge, then you, you're dead. I stopped a bunch of them in my in my time. But it, it, it's, it's harder to stop it than it is not to because you still have those little dumb uh, officials uh, spotting the ball. So yeah. <laughs> if he, even when you stand them up and they go nowhere, how the hell did the ball get up there? <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, shout out to Douglas Michael. He says, "I love how the great, how loved how great the Texans looked yesterday. Mm. We them <laughs> uh, boys. They they like to say they're them boys, but I think uh, they've they've ridiculed the cow of the uh, Eagles, Eagles for keeping it close with the Texans, and here they go." Uh, coming down to the very last minute, I, I remember I had tweeted out because Prime's telling me that the the Cowboys won. I mean, lost. <laughs> I was like, because I'm like, they lost. So I tweeted it out. I was like, I was like, the Eagles won, the Vikings lost, and the, and the Cowboys <laughs> lost. All is right with the world. And I'm getting tweets like, Cowboys won, you bozo. Won. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm he, gave, he gave me the look from hell. Like. <laughs> because because I always be like tweeting stuff out and I'm and I always ask Prime, I'm like, we good? Everything good? Spelling good? All right, we're good. So I just listened to him out like, oh, the Cowboys lost. I was, okay. I was, caught, up, I was caught up in the moment, man. I'm looking up yeah. the scoreboard. He's screaming out <laughs> to all the Eagle fans. He's like, there's like thousands of them over there in the section. He's like, Cowboys lost. Cowboys lost. Like, and everyone, it's it's going through like wildfire. Yeah, Eagle fans man. Are like, I will, I will say as the guy that was sitting there. So, um, you know, whenever I'm at home, I got the two screen setup going on. I got the birds on the main TV and red zone on the on the secondary tv dude it that entire time it was looking like the cowboys were gonna, were oh, gonna blow that shit, man. it looked like they Whatever, were gonna blow that, that shit. it was like I, and i know what prime saw prime saw there was 46 seconds left yeah <laughs> yeah that's exactly what it was i was like and, then, and, the, and the cowboys is down 23 we, to walk, 20. we walk out the tunnel and i'm like oh shit and then Gail's looking at me like hey, you know i just tweeted that shit out i'm like all right i I, right. I was over the moon too man because i was sitting there thinking i was just basking in the glory from that eagles beat down and i'm sitting there thinking i was like what is the national media gonna say? They're not. They're gonna be. They're not. They're gonna throw their hands up in the air. I mean, I just saw something earlier this week. Earlier this week, prior to this Giants game, that the Cowboys are the favorite to go to the Super Bowl out of the NFC with like you just 55, saw. You just 50, saw that. Fifty-five percent. Uh, they said that last week too, man. Yeah, yeah. And and I was gonna say, okay, after losing to the Texans, let's see how this number shifts. I really am interested to see that. Uh, but yeah, I, I I am I haven't got a chance to look at the power rankings yet. I'm, I'm sure they're not out until tomorrow. But uh, 
I hope that they're out of the top ten after that performance. <laughs> no, no, you know what? I hope not. I hope not. I honestly <laughs> hope they are not. You know they're not gonna be. Yeah, they're gonna hey, still dude. talk these boys up, man. And they Let were still. Be. And the crazy part is, I'm seeing Cowboys fans yesterday uh, talking on the timeline, like they they pulled. Oh my God, it's come back by Dak. Are you guys out of your mind? You know he played right. <laughs> the one ten and one Texans. That's that's what it's you're like, pumping your yeah. chest about. And, that, and and also you you talk about Dak brought him back. Well, they wouldn't have been in that situation had Dak not been a pick in the red zone, right? And I'm right. talking about like who the, I don't who the hell did he see? I saw the pick. I was like, what the hell was that? <laughs> was now, uh, Douglas Michael says, uh, "Is is this the best defense since Buddy Reggie and Clyde years?" Let's, let's, I let's, mean, let's, they're dumb. Let's, let's answer that. Well, not not you can't you can't say that not not yet. If they they win a title, cool still. But uh, the the I don't know if you guys seen the any of the footage of what transpired with some of those defenses. As I I haven't I haven't seen like I have never besides the Chicago Bears of '85. Yeah. I have never Oof. seen. It's like you. It, the only other one that's come close is when when uh, uh the uh, Baltimore when the Baltimore Ravens yep. was uh, all the ones. It's like. What we got now is we have an extremely good defense that could that I feel like have the ability to to be like that. But we keep we keep losing people, reinserting people. As I like, yeah, look at the way as healthy as those defenses are, we have an extremely good defense, and I, I feel like the, it's start it's starting to see the influence of Vic Fangio. <laughs> let, let, let me let me ask you guys just to kind of shift the question up a little bit. Uh, let's not compare it to Eagles defenses of, of old. Let's compare it to like some of the more dominant defenses we've seen uh, in recent years, like uh, the Legion of Boom, the the Denver Broncos team that that uh, won the Super Bowl with Peyton Manning. Like those are some strong defenses. Where do you think the Eagles uh, fall in in between those two? Uh, let's see. That, that that Seattle defense was pretty tough in the middle. Yeah. Uh, the they, secondary they were, was real strong, but I mean, they look were, at our secondary. I mean, I'm saying they were hurting people. Well, I'm talking about um, when we got CJ too. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to work through it mentally. I, I got, you I asked the question. I remember that San Francisco defense was pretty. Yeah. The San Francisco were, defense now is pretty. Uh, is led by former Eagle Demico Ryan. Still not worried. I just right. think that over, overall, they're. Yeah, I'm not worried, but I'm just saying that when you look, when you look at a defense. Over, especially given the way the rules have changed uh, these days, uh, it's um, it could be because you have to look at it like this: when the when the when the other defenses are playing, it's it's running schemes that right now half the dudes that play on defense that that play defense now they wouldn't be on defense exactly because you bring up double, you bring those, up those a double, good point you yeah, bring up a PB, good point those PB if you if you and then and this is how you know that they wouldn't have been able to fare. Anytime, anytime we talk about a top tier team, currently the top tier team are physical. And when I say you see, you see them running the double, the rub doubles, they go up to the linebacker. You see all that stuff. When you have a team like that, don't make a damn about sacks. Your coverage, your coverage is covering the slant. You, you, you got to stop the run because the one thing, the one thing that uh, that I've learned that it will, it will uh, always evolve throughout football is the running game. The running game keeps the clock going, and if you have a lead. And you you have a lead. The running game is the entire friend, the entire team's best friend, because it get while it gives the defense rest and the ability to come out there fresh to knock and put the other team back, the other team back on sideline, gives your offensive line confidence. The next time, the next time you, next time you see an argument on the sideline about play calling, they want you see one. And if it's an offensive lineman, run the damn ball, run yeah. because when you're running, they can kick somebody's ass. 
If they don't, it's check when you have to when you passing, they get guys running at them from every every which way. Now passing is cool and it puts the, it puts the team on notice, but it, you still got to stop some people. You got to stop some people from running, and it, and it's just you. It, and that's the that's the only thing I see that's different from the from the different eras is they pass a, a lot more now mm-hmm. than uh, they had in the past. But you know the teams that are more physical, especially around playoff times, end up winning. So. And, and just to pity pack off of that, uh, Hollis, is, I mean, Evan, to answer your question on, like, to try to do comparison, it's kind of hard because uh, back back in those years, the 80s, early 90s, the rules compared to the way they are now is yeah. totally different. You're allowed to be I mean, it physical. was more physical play last time, like, yep. in those years. You know, I mean, I physical. mean, look at the roughing the, the passing a, a, Exactly. Now, the yeah. way you mean, you back in the illegal... day, you could hit that quarterback however you needed to hit the quarterback to get the yeah, sack. Illegal, illegal contact. Yeah. So all, <laughs> all that stuff compared to today's game, I mean, it's kind of hard to do the comparison. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, you got to realize nobody's ever going to be the 85 Bears. Nobody's going to ever mm-hmm. be the 90s defense. Nobody's ever going to be a Buddy Ryan. Nobody's ever going to be a Jimmy Johnson. They're all going to come with their own type of, uh, of – strategy their own type of play so to do the comparison is really tough but it's all about giving props where props are due these yeah. guys are playing their asses off you gave we gave props to the broncos back in the day we gave props to the seattle seahawks back in the day the ravens you know san francisco 49ers this year i mean there's props to be given around the whole league mm-hmm. dallas us san fran i mean everybody's playing their defense but it all matters again who's the one that's going to end up hoisting that trophy at the end of the year. You know, that's that's where it's key at right now. So to do the whole comparison thing, it's just a little tough right there. Well, I know one thing. The Eagles, they lead the NFL with 49 sacks this year, and they have, no. uh, they have, really? five, they have uh, five players with, um, you know, six-plus sacks nice. uh, for the first time in franchise history. We talked about Hassan Reddick earlier. He's got 10 sacks. I know um, uh, Tank was talking about him doing, uh, you know, breaking some records there. Brandon Graham, 8.5 sacks. We have. Javon Harbray with uh, eight sacks. We have Josh Sweat with seven and a half sacks, and we have Fletcher Cox with six. I mean, the fact that I mean, if if if, if it's no possible that all those guys get hit double digit sacks, uh, it's just a testament to you know these guys uh, and, and how they're playing. And I, I just think the way that this defensive line has been set up in my yeah. Kevin Hart voice, as I say every week, it's a it's amazing. It's a very it's a very uh, different type of skill set as you go from uh the first string to the second string i wouldn't see say, say second strings like situational guys you can bring you can bring in <laughs> Brandon graham anytime you want in in certain situations movement side with nascar package there's there's a lot of a lot of different yeah, skills. I, and, and i think i think uh it can't be said enough to just about bringing in linville joseph and uh and Dominic and Dominic and Sue. yeah i mean yeah, they're, they're, guys, it, it's, it's completely uh you know helped out this defensive line, both with yeah. the rotations, just uh, stopping the run game. It's, it's been a game changer. Yeah, the, the funniest thing, too, is like, you, you know, you heard, heard a bunch of people talking about, we just got those guys off the street. I was like, seriously, dude, nobody's yeah. on the streets. And those guys were, and you can tell those guys were working out. But it, it's like, I, t- I had to tell somebody one time, like, they, you think they're in game shape? Uh, nope. It takes a hell of a lot to be in game shape. It's like, no matter who you are, you can work out. You could be you could you could be what's the boy? You could be Lance Armstrong, being able to run the you know ride a ride a bike uh, hundreds of miles. You get your ass on that football field in three plays. I guarantee you, you're gonna be doubled over. Yeah. <laughs> it's so it's so intense, and the adrenaline rush is so much, and it's a lot different from a lot of times. People say, "Well, I practice, I practice." Game game time and practice are two different things because in, in practice 
You get the you get a chance to make concessions. You get a chance to stop and get water. In the game, if that drive keeps going, you keep going. So it's uh, well, it's everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. One, one guy I feel like that has kind of been flying under the radar in this defensive line, too, uh, having a good year is Milton Williams, man. I think Milton Williams has really been balling out this year. And he's yeah. just kind of getting lost in the shuffle of all the uh, of all the other names that have, of guys that are popping off. But I, yeah, I'm just talking you had two sacks last game. I'm not saying you in particular. I'm just I'm just saying among the Eagles fan base, I feel like uh, Milton Williams' name doesn't come up enough when we're talking about how well the defensive line's doing. Are you trying to be uh, Skip Bayless right now? No, I'm just playing. All right, all right let, let's go around the room. Let me, let me let me hear your favorite defensive lineman that we have. Your your number one. Like you're gonna have to leave somebody out. You're gonna have to say your number I one. Got, I got mine. I got lineman. mine. It's it's one of my favorite Eagles on the team. It's BG, bro. I mean, BG, BG has been the guy for for years i think that he is making a hell of a um i mean everybody earlier this year was talking about the geno smith story i think bg is making a hell of a statement right now for comeback player of the year coming off that injury he's got eight and a half sacks considering his age um and not to mention like the dude is the heartbeat of the locker room like uh both i I consider both him and jason kelsey as the glue to this team and um yeah bg is is my guy Mm, go ahead go ahead hollis I was looking at prime because the whole line is the whole line is uh, they my favorite. I get a chance to hang, hang out with them from time to time. And uh, you, you don't want to, you want to go. Hey, you can't. He, speak he, does, on he the doesn't want to ruin any relationship. I mean, he doesn't. <laughs> no, I mean, that, it's like, like your that, favorite child. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, it's like it, it, when I hang out with the guys, uh, they uh, they show much, much respect and love every every time I'm there. It's, you know, sometimes they, they they ask me different questions about different ways to handle things, and it. But it's just it's it's, it's kind of like you said. You don't want to say. They're not my kids. I was like, but I'm the I'm kind of like the I'm kind of like the Big uncle brother. that they're not supposed to hang out with. It's <laughs> <laughs> like so. It's like I, when I go around them and stuff, I pretty much just talk and chop it up about about football and and what I like when I see <clears throat> early in the season when I, I saw them, I told everybody uh, to quit fucking standing up around, quit standing up. And they was like, what you talking about? I was like, the next time y'all watch film, we'll look at the pad level. It's like it, it's kind of like it's, so. It's like I can't say who's my favorite. But if I, I had an affinity for BG, I'm all, I always talk to him. I've talked to Kobe Dean. I talked to Jordan uh, from from time to time, and it's just like saying things and passing to him uh, about about what I saw in in the game. If I see something uh, prominent that I feel like will become a problem like later on in the season, you, you know, you just hit him with a bit. Hey, get your pass down. Hey, hand placement, uh, destroy the blocker. Like I, I told uh, Jordan Davis, the uh, one thing that uh, the one difference that I wanted to see with him when he played here. Was being violent with his hands and getting off blocks and making plays. And I think he, he took he, he's been doing that. So um, I, I don't really have a favorite. So I, I like I love I love Marlon. Those, those are my guys. It's all the way down to Marlon. Marlon's Marlin, hurt now. I I'd be pushing up his last name, but Marlon's hurt now. That was, that was my favorite guy so, from the time he got drafted. So it's like Yo, I go all the way back to Bo Allen. Bo Allen was my young Warhol. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind getting uh, Marlon's brother on this team either, man. Yeah, Marlon's brother. Play too. Um, Primo, who you got? 
Yeah, it's definitely hard to not go with BG, but ever since you already picked him, you know, I mean, definitely respect Why because, you first? know, he's, yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's the he, he's the man of the day, you know, he's the leader. Um, pause. Pause, sorry. Well, uh, but if there's one that really sticks out, I'm going to go with the hometown, you know, kid, uh, Hassan Reddick, man. I think Hassan is playing his ass off. He's definitely. So you should have went, Dale, because I know that's who you was going with. I was a good follow. Go ahead. Uh, Hassan Hassan Reddick has been, you know, laying it down, bro. I mean, he, he's doing his thing. The past few games, he's really stepped up. Um, you know, he's taking control of that line, and you know, it, it's coming at the perfect time because you know, the one game that I'm really looking forward to in a couple of weeks is where I'm going to need all that. At I mean, he needs to he needs to come with all that energy in that game, and I see that it's starting to pick up. I mean. 10 sacks already. Hey, it's nothing yeah. but like adding a few more. And we got five more games to go. Well, no, I'm sorry. Four more games to go. So let's 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 do it, bro. I mean, he's he's on the he's on the verge of adding uh, a whole lot more. Since you guys went a BG and Hassan, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna add on just like a man, I love I love B, BG when it breaks to the, the table. Is that and, I, 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 and I and I do love oh I mean I'm, I'm, I was gonna go I was gonna just say Remark on how um, official um, Hassan has been, dude. Like, I talk about that, you know, you set it off. He's like a spark, dude. Like, when he comes in, set the tone, get the quarterback shook. I, I love what he brings to the table. I love his attitude. I love the whole that he's from the Philly area. He's just got a vibe about him that he just he sim- assimilated into the locker room fairly quick, quickly and that says something about his character says something about his play um but then again you know like if we're gonna talk about sweat i think sweat coming from what his you, you talk about his his accident where they almost had to like take his leg or yep. the fact that he built himself he was in a situation in florida state where they're kind of using him correct incorrectly uh lining up against you know like straight up on the on the offensive lineman you put him on the edge and let him let loose you see how he's flourished and be, and made him made him some some generational wealth on top of that. Mm-hmm. Um, those guys are really just uh, balling out. Um, proud of those dudes. <laughs> Not my kids, but I'm proud of them. That, that sounded like AI right there. It's my little dude. Well, no. got, um, to, got to understand, take love the kids. Oh. <laughs> Kelly brings up uh, something. What what was that text message I sent you guys yesterday? Yeah, we. I, I got it. Mark Epps is doing his thing, laying that he, wood. He's using the exact same verbiage as I use. I was like, Marcus, Marcus Epps laying the wood as per usual. Girl, okay. like, like Epps is like he. You talk about that one play where, where Cox was in uh, Daniel Jones' face, and and, and then uh, Epps just comes out of nowhere. Just he's like, all right, I'm gonna give you a legal hit. Hits man's. <laughs> In the uh, right in the rib cage area, and he's hurting. Mm-hmm. You can tell him he's hurting after oh, that yeah. play. Epps is oh, just yeah. firing, firing Dude, on Epps all cylinders. Epps has had a connect, man. Like on his, yeah. Epps. He's, he's one of the hardest hitters on his team. Bro. I've been saying. Evan wants to talk. Evan wants to talk shit about what I said about the linebackers at the autism, but doesn't want to give me props on the conversation I had with. Oh, Epps, right? so ever since. Hey, bro, I've, I've, been, I've been a Marcus Epps stand all year. What are you talking about? I didn't say that. <laughs> I said, give me my goddamn props, props for having the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I told set, him that boy was going to go ahead and do his shit this year. I want to set up the scene. That was that we were walking at the Eagles Autism Fountain, which you guys should go out there and great support event. the Eagles. Great, great event. Um, great food at the end, too. Yeah. Prime <laughs> walked up onto uh, Marcus Epps and told him, like, look, you know, you hear all this stuff that's being chattered out there, but 
he's like, yo, we believe in you and, you know, do your thing out there. And it was a very genuine conversation. And uh, the fact that he's doing it, shout out to uh, Wyoming. He's uh, he's representing, you know, you don't oh, yeah. see safeties out of Wyoming uh, make huge effects in, in, the, in the league as of late. Yeah, in where, where did Josh Allen play? Wyoming. Wyoming. Oh. Safeties. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying safeties. I'm saying safeties. What did Quinn Michael play? He played Wyoming? He, I don't he play know. Boise State. Yeah, I was going to say. He didn't say Wyoming. Same time. Why. It's Idaho, bro. It's a different state. Same time. Like, same, <laughs> same general area. It's like, North. It's, it's like sometimes when you see players, uh, you just know that they, they know what to do. They know Yo. what to do, how to do it, and when to do it. It's kind of mm-hmm. like um, when when Timmy Hock, when Tim Hawk first came here, uh, when I was playing, I, I know you guys remember Tim, Timmy Hawk, the human, the human torpedo. Uh, he's still, he's coaching now, but uh, when he first came here, I I thought he was like uh, one of the uh, athletic trainers. <laughs> you know, I, you know the, the the doctor trainer, and then uh, watching him in practice in uh in nine oh in the nine oh seven periods was is uh we we do the run the run fits and stuff. And seeing him coming down during third period and lowering the dynamite, I was like, oh, okay. But he he wasn't he wasn't the fastest, he wasn't the great. He had good hands and stuff. But he was a uh, he was a smart player, and he's always in the right position to lay the wood. So, uh, Marcus Epps, who, who's got good hands and stuff, I think, and he's he's got a great understanding of the uh, of the system because he's been in it for for a few years. He's he's starting to flourish. He's starting to put people on notice, Evan. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Jay, Jay says that he's a bad, um, he's a good hitter, bad in coverage. To be honest with you, I think his coverage has improved greatly this year. Um, I think, he, I, I think, think he, I think it used to be rougher. I think uh, now, I think it's it's definitely improved. He's taken a step up in a lot in a lot of regards this year. But yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's yeah, a, a and I know what, I know he's uh what Jay's talking about. There's been a couple of plays <laughs> where you scratch what's been head, head scratchers. As far as like uh, his angle to the ball or his yeah. uh, positioning on, on the ball, so um, but it, that, that comes with a little bit more time. I think with a little bit more time, he's gonna be just like just perfect. So, but he's he's great for what we got going now. Who do, what the fuck are you doing? Hollywood Hearn over there. <laughs> Hollywood Hearn over there. Uh, first of all, I want to give a shout out to. Um, Philly sports trips out here. If you uh, would like to uh, book a, a trip with them, uh, we got an upcoming trip against Chicago. The Chicago, Chicago <laughs> Bears. Uh, we talk about uh, you know um, if you want to link up with them, hit them up at a uh, Philly sports trips um, and follow. Make sure you follow them at sports trips PHL for more information. If you want to see the, the the Nets get trashed by uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. February eleventh, twenty twenty three, up the thing. ultimate bus trip to Brooklyn, uh, and then yeah. March tenth, twenty twenty three. I think Primo is thinking about going to see a, a spring training fest think down there. I'm going. Damn it! Are you going too? <laughs> damn Skippy. Okay. okay. But you can find my T-shirt on Philly Sports Shirts. You know, my my damn Skippy T-shirt. I guess I got to get you guys one. You, you I'm gonna get. My, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get one for Evan and sign it. Uh, Sign it, uh, Jonathan Gannon still sucks. Uh, go Vic Fangio. I'll, I'll, I'll love it more than I love myself, according to Mark. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I also want to give a shout out to everyone who came by the sailgate. Um, just shout out to everyone. Shout out to Alex for uh, 
you know, we talk about next man up with this Philadelphia Eagles team. You know, when when your uh, you know, your man on the grill goes down with a a, a leg injury. And so yeah, wait a minute, Jeff, so, wait a minute. So so y'all just gonna keep talking about this in Evan face, right? Yeah, <laughs> what are you talking keep, about? Yeah, I, keep talking tech, about I, guess, I gotta be honest with you. Tech, I, I've gotten used to being disrespectful. I was like, y'all just gonna keep praising this other guy. I don't want, man. If his yeah, ass yeah, would have yeah, went to the goddamn game yesterday, we wouldn't even have to be talking shit about him. Yeah, but you, but, but right? wait, 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 wait. And I don't even see on. how we talking shit about him. We're telling you him straight up. Your, you gotta keep praising your side chick in front of in front of the main one, huh? Really? What the hell? What the hell? Shout out to Alex. Shout out to Alex, man. I'm trying to give Alex out three times. And I'm and also I'm trying trying to shout out to people that made it there because a lot of people, you know. Yeah, especially Alex. Oh, we we love Evan. Evan knows we love Evan. Nice haircut. You have a funny you have a a funny way of showing it. (laughs) Yeah, man. You know, I was get ask him who was begging him to come. Yeah, I didn't even want to cheat. Alex. I get the first I get the first uh, burger and cheese steak at y'all next next day. Good. I got you, house. I got you. It, it, it goes through me to get to whoever. Shit. Don't worry. I, were, were, I, you, were you over worry. there? Were you over there cutting cheesesteaks for Alex? I was not. Right. I yeah. was not. I think you're lying. His dad, his dad had that all under control. Man. Man. And that's the first thing that came to my mind. I was like, if I go over there, Evan's going to really give me shit. <laughs> They're going to, and, and not only that, it would be really like cheating because you were already cheating. <laughs> but then you, but then you just got hit. But then, oh, Paul, sorry. <laughs> Gail's uh, coming to pick the grill up uh, on Saturday, and I was like, "Do you need spatulas too?" I was like, "You know what? Fuck it." I was like, "I'm, I'm not giving spatulas up for this. So like, you better show up with some cheesesteaks. You better show up with the wow. materials." <laughs> yeah, I was driving all over damn uh, Pennsylvania on Saturday. You handle a business out. You know, shout out to Alex. It's all in jest. Yeah, it's all. <laughs> Well, I could mention it, Alex, now. Uh, we're going to move on to something else instead of the rating. I'm, I'm about to move on to dinner, considering we're an hour and 15 minutes into this hey, podcast. Damn right. I'm already well, getting a text, by the way. Hey, Let's go. Hey, hey, hey. I want to also give a shout-out to College Hawk and Italian Bakery. Wow. Who, New who's graphic? Been, who's been holding oh, yeah, us down. Holding us down for the last yeah. five years. Shout-out to uh, Bud Light. Uh, who has been oh, tremendous? Uh, they're always supporting us. Any tailgate we do, they're out there supporting us for the last six years. So, I like the we, on the end of that too. we appreciate <laughs> you guys, we appreciate you from the bottom of our hearts. But, uh, while we're here, last word, Evan, <laughs> oh, lots going on since you've been on the pod, Ev. I love it. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I just want to, um, I just want to strap back in, man. I mean, we're riding high after an absolute beatdown uh, against the uh, against the Giants. I agree with Prime that, that you know, while they might have gotten some garbage time points, that that was an absolute beatdown, man. Yeah. We, we owned that game uh, from the snap all the way to the last play of the game. Uh, but we need to strap back in, man. We need to focus on the next opponent. It's a uh, same mentality. It's it's one round at a time, and uh, let's fucking go kick some bare ass. Well, yeah. Uh, my last word is uh, I'm glad we we exercised some of the demons from the from the Giants fiasco that we had last year. Uh, I felt like because a lot a lot of the young guys were a part of that uh, that game last year too, and uh, it's kind of like next man up type thing. We're going to be in Chicago, and it's uh, we're looking to be one and zero coming out of out of this next week. Uh, obviously, uh, is everybody going to be here Thursday? <coughs> I was at, I'm actually I'm actually so, so it's only going to be me here Thursday. Steve, I'm not, I got. I got to be in the office on Thursday. I have to move it to Wednesday. You might have to do it on Wednesday. I'll be. I'll be also in the office on Wednesday. If you move yeah, it to Wednesday. Friday, 
That's that's a possibility. Okay, we could talk about that. Uh, we'll talk. We'll talk about that yeah, at a later time. Yeah, and then, and then, and uh, and I, and I'm, I'm gonna want to thank everybody for coming out. I was to the fourth and John tailgating and coming out to the Philly Sports Trip uh, tailgate and uh, and for finally helping us take over Giant Stadium uh, or at MetLife Stadium. I I hate that I hate that stadium. And I, I just I had just noticed they added the water park in the American Dream Mall right there as well. I mean, they need to add, add some entertainment because the, the football team certainly aren't doing that. Uh, uh, yeah, because because it, it was it was some Giants fans talking. About, I'm going to the water park. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty much it. That's all I got. And we we gonna be we gonna be here Thursday, Friday. Yeah, shout Thursday out to or uh, Friday. Okay, Prime. No, I just want to give a shout out to everybody that showed up to the tailgate yesterday. I mean, the weather was definitely not in our favor, but we still made it happen. Um, you know, I mean, like Hollis had mentioned, we took over that stadium and that's what we needed. We made the statement that we've been asking for. They finally came through. Um, you know, we got some pretty, pretty decent games coming up. We're talking about Chicago. Uh, but after that, after that game is, you know, the game that we really got to focus on the game that we really want. I personally want. Um, so, you know, we still got some work to do. It's kind of like what Jalen says every day, you know, every week after the game. Yeah. But it's like what Jalen says. After every game, you know, what I mean, still got a lot left on the table to go ahead and, and work on. So let's let's make it happen. Um, other than that, enjoy the rest of y'all week. We'll see you on the next one, either for uh, Thursday, or Friday. Go birds. Uh, following following y'all is a tough thing to do, but um, I just want to thank everyone again for coming out to the tailgate. Uh, want to thank everyone who's been supporting us over the however long uh, you get to talk to people at tailgates that you've never even met before, but they say they follow and they listen. Uh, so we appreciate you guys that tune in. Um, it's going to be a while before the Eagles come back to the link. Uh, we're talking yeah. about January 1st. So you're not going like, to see the Eagles till January 1st. You're talking about a little mini road trip for the Eagles, starting with Chicago. And then uh, who do we have after well, that? Well, I mean, you, we already started. Who do we have after that? Yeah. Who do we after that? Dallas. 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 Yeah. So it's good we to be. We have bitches uh, in Dallas. We got, we got to go see some bitches in Dallas. And uh, we got to kick them around their turf. So uh, I'm sorry. I just, I, I'm sorry. That would be the best Christmas gift that they ever gave me. If they go down there and put foot in their ass sideways to the next life. Yeah, oh, I, I, I should have said this on my last word. Uh, I'm tired. I'm, I'm not. I was gonna say I was tired of the disrespect, but keep disrespecting the squad. I think this that fuels their fire. Uh, so it's it's um it, it pisses me off to no end when they continue to make concessions and talk about other teams who are supposed to be the best best teams in the NFL. Right now we we got the best fucking record in the NFL and we've kicked ass. Everybody that you that you're talking about, we either kick their ass or we will kick their ass. So it's like I. I I think I think I've made come come to grips with the uh, world not giving us props, and uh, you know that's that's it. So uh, just just closing it out here, just closing it out. No, I, I, I forgot what I was going to say because uh, I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like if, you, if, if we're going off that, like at the end of the day, man, it, who cares what people say outside of this eagle sphere? Because at the end of the day, the eagles have to do what they do, and they've been doing it. The standard is the standard, and Jalen keeps setting it. Uh, so, this is the new norm. We're 12 of one. <laughs> Have a lot of fun. See you guys in the one, next baby. one. And as always, go birds.
Go Birds!